Hello. Hello, how are we all doing? I hope we're having a splendid time today and a blimmin' incredible week and the best November you've ever had and you're really excited for the rest of your day. Oh, lovely. Bit of positivity though. Positivity. Can you tell we're going for coffee later? Uh, I'm just excited. Excited, excited for, coffee. for coffee. Yeah, nothing big else <laughs> happening in our lives, so just excited for coffee. <laughs> not, not like we're having uh, two babies tomorrow nope, or anything. Absolutely not. That'd be weird because everyone will have seen them by now. Oh yeah, they will. We're recording this the day before we are having two babies. Mm. <laughs> And I am broken. I am a broken woman. Whereas I'm just excited for coffee. <laughs> for little things in life. <laughs> I'm broken. <laughs> One more day, Jen. I can't really do there. it anymore, Should we go in now and get it done and over with? Oh, gosh, yeah. I would, I would love for Labour to just start right now. Do you know what On the podcast. Imagine my water's broke when we were recording the podcast. Oh, Definitely just put that out. I'm sat on the couch. <laughs> don't stand over there that wooden floor that would be funny though wouldn't it what would to just like have my water's break on the podcast and be like oh sorry gotta go in labour now and yeah. just, just put that out as the podcast why have they put a three minute episode and just <laughs> you breaking your water's halfway through <laughs> me personally doing it well not break your water's breaking yeah I don't mean on purpose <laughs> we'll call it this will define your future and it's just your water's breaking <laughs> It will define our future. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's coming anyway, isn't it now? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there. this. What is this? What Ooh. is this? What is this? Oh, what mean? a mystery. Oh. Did we hook you in? <laughs> well, obviously they're here. <laughs> Can't say no, can you? Because you're here. Ha. <laughs> so this is your expectations of the future. Yes, your expectations of the future will define your future. That sounds like a real, like... Um, voiceover or something then well, it technically is it's a podcast yeah, good someone's having a walk they're just voicing over their life with your own <laughs> voice and the 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 first mistake that people make when they're thinking about their expectations of the future is this idea that um i'm just going to stick to the plan no matter what and you may have started your week like that like just like yeah this is my week this is it i'm going to smash it i'm going to stick to my plan i can do it but when we say that, we're assuming that everything's going to go to plan. Life d- literally doesn't work like that. <laughs> like, it doesn't. Like, unexpected things happen. Kids get ill. You get ill. Stress levels go up. Someone throws something on you at work. Like, a family member gets ill. There's so many things that, that happen in life. But when we have this expectation that we're just going to stick to the plan, doesn't matter about all that stuff is that when something doesn't go to plan, we're unprepared and therefore we can't keep going. And that is the big key phrase there, that we're unprepared. And I think it's the mistake is expecting that. Like One of our values is we're humans, not robots. Mm -hmm. Like we are humans. And by expecting everything to just go hunky-dory... We're, we're expecting ourselves to be robots, aren't we? Yeah, and I think people do this, in a, and we've done it, but I think it's done as almost like a positive thing. Like, oh, that's it, this is it, this is the time, I'm going to do it, without knowing that that's actually what's holding you back. So to then flip it on its head, the opposite of that, and the second mistake people make, is going into it being like, well, I always fail anyway, so like, this isn't going to work, is it? Like, I've tried dieting 50 times, so why would the 51st time work? I've been to this slimming club five times, so why would the sixth time work? And even though we go and do it, 
we go into it with a negative mindset and you're doing it because of course you've got loads of evidence that it hasn't worked last time. Like you, you've got loads of proof that when you do whatever it is, you don't then get to a point where you're happy or you've lost weight or where you want to be. So therefore you go into it with the mindset of, well, it's not going to work this time either. The problem with this mindset is although it is a way of protecting yourself, when the tiniest thing doesn't go to plan, straight away you jump on it you're like see i knew it i always fail anyway so what's the point even trying now i knew this was going to happen i said this was going to happen yesterday last week last month last year whenever it was so i knew it and the thing here is it doesn't matter how many things have gone well like you could have had a hundred things go well when the hundred and first things happens and it isn't positive it's like well i knew this was coming and you almost forget about the other 100 things so the first mistake feels positive but actually in reality it makes us unprepared and the second mistake looks negative and what it does is it means that we're guaranteed to fail anyway because we're just going to look for the things that don't go to plan irrelevant of how well things are going the good news is there are three solutions oh there's a solution that's in three parts isn't there Jen? there is indeed and the the first thing that we want to think about is the the acceptance that some things won't actually go to plan and that is 100 percent normal like none of us lead a perfect life none of us can go into any week thinking that or having a week where nothing goes in some way shape or form wrong it is absolutely normal and I think if we can accept that we become more open to the next kind of part of this so if it's accepting that things aren't going to necessarily go to plan it's thinking then next about what you're going to do when it doesn't go to plan so if you know what it is and how to overcome that then do it but if you don't then we want to be thinking about this in advance so thinking about what are the challenges that you might be facing heading into this week and you can dig back deep in terms of like when you've tried it in the past what's not worked what's popped up and you can use your previous experiences to help you with this And then actually, if you don't know the solution, maybe asking for help or finding that extra help to help you with what you could do instead if this happens. And this is something we do quite a lot with um, clients in the sense of like, we always look at what's coming up this week that might throw them. Um, Like, is there anything that that might pop up that, that might mean that we can't achieve our goals this week? And by already thinking about it, we can create a plan for it so that we can see how our best self is going to deal with it in that moment. And if you still don't know at that point, when something doesn't go to plan, don't just draw a line under it and move on. This is is one of the biggest mistakes I see people making. Do you know what? It's similar to the first mistake that we've said, isn't it? And that it feels positive. And I think people give that advice. It's like, oh... Like the first bit, it's like, you're going to smash it, just go and smash it. It's like, yeah, but there's going to be things go wrong. And then this one's similar. It's like, it feels positive. It's like, I'll just draw a line under it and move on. It feels like the healthy thing to do. It's like protecting your mental health. But it isn't because if you draw a line under it and move on, well, Jen's going to tell you what happens. But it just, it doesn't doesn't change anything, basically, does it? And I'm so passionate about this one because... I think I did it a lot in the past and I see people doing it I'm like it's not going to change anything you're not going to benefit yeah. from that and there are times we do need that self-compassion we do need to go do you know what yeah that was a tricky situation but most of the time we need to yes draw a line under it and move on 
But before we do that, we also need to spend some time thinking about what happened, why it happened, what we can learn from that, how we could build um, a better strategy in the future because then we take something from that difficult moment that next time it happens, we're like, oh, I remember last time this happened, I kind of had a little think about it and I know that this is what's going to help me in this moment. So you're more prepared going into it in the future. And I think that is where we start to see the real growth and consistency happen because we're not just going, oh, it happened, like, it's fine, I'll just start again. It's the, okay, yeah, it's fine that it happened. We're still accepting of that. But also, I want to make sure that I can take something from this experience so that I'm going into it with more knowledge next time something like this happens. And this, again, this is such a big part of the process of what we do with clients is really leaning into those challenging moments and the moments where things don't go to plan because they they are the pivotal moment. They're the moments that change things in your entire journey, aren't they? They are. And I think, you know, not just to plug coaching at all, although it's going to sound like I am doing, when you are in that position where you are, you're in your world and doing your stuff and you're busy and you've got a lot going on. So to be able to sit down and be like, right, what would I do differently next time can be really difficult. But when you can offload that onto someone else who can then hear what you're saying and be able to unpick that and unpack that and work out together what you do differently next time, just gives you a bit of headspace from the situation because everyone will have felt it where there's something stressful that's ongoing. Like it might be, it's usually a work-related thing, there's something just ongoing and it's continuous and it's daily and it's been happening for a few weeks and you don't feel like you can get out of it. Well, when you share that challenge with somebody else, with your coach and you're like, look, this is what's going on and this is how I'm feeling about it, it allows you to almost kind of step away from it for a minute and be like, okay, that's someone else now who's going to unpack that with me. Not just for me, but with me. Like we're going to work it out together because again, there's no benefit to someone else unpacking it for you because they might unpack it incorrectly and you're like, no, that's not how it is. But when you can come together as a collaborative and say, right, okay, this is what's happening. This is how it's making me feel. This is the impact it's having and now it's stopping me from achieving X, Y, and Z. You can then together go, well, why don't we do this then? Whereas trying to do it on your own can be really challenging because you're just looking at the challenge itself. Like you're looking at what's going wrong and we're like, oh, it's going wrong, isn't it? All right, well, I'll just try harder tomorrow. Well, you've tried hard every day. It's not an effort thing. It's not a willpower thing. It's not a discipline thing. It's not an energy thing. It's not a time thing. There's something else going on. And until you're able to unpack it with someone, it'll just keep going on. And, you know, in a in a different way of looking at it, it's like Christmas is coming up. And I hear frequently at Christmas people saying like, oh, I just need to get through it. Yeah, but you've been trying to get through Christmas every year for the past 25 years. Like if you just get through this one and the challenges and the struggles and the food guilt and the body confidence and everything that comes with it, all the challenges that you have at Christmas, you're going to have them challenges next year. I know it's blunt and harsh, but it's true. Like you got if you just draw a line under them and move on and be like, oh, I'll just forget about them for another 12 months, you'll have them again next year. Why don't we lean into it this year and unpack it and work out what can be different? Let's work out what we can do next time. Now you've got a plan and a strategy in place so that next Christmas is different and you're happier and you don't have the food guilt and you don't have the body image challenges and you feel better and you have a better Christmas. And then the one after that is even better because you compound on that. And this is what happens when you don't lean away from something and you actually just take some time to work with someone to actually work through it and unpack it and feel the way that you want to feel. Yes. So there we are. I accept that things won't go to plan. Work out what to do when things don't go to plan. And if you still don't know, make sure that when it doesn't go to plan, you work out what you do different the next time. Exactly that. Now, Jen, I shall put you on the spot. Oh, God. Right, so I feel like this is a relevant question because obviously we've got twin hours on the way tomorrow. Yeah. If you could duplicate either me, you, or Reggie, which <laughs> one of us would you duplicate? <laughs> and it's for the rest of your life. So there's either two of you, 
two of me, or two of that little fluffy sausage down there. I think I'll have two of you. Would you? Thank yeah. you. That's a lovely compliment. Well, you're funny, so you keep me entertained. Yeah, but I just tell the same jokes. Uh, yeah, I know. I wouldn't but... know anything different. It's <laughs> two fine. of me. That's fine. You're really hard working and you do lots of stuff. I could be the so washing imagine, and the drying imagine how much stuff you'd do yeah. if there was two of you. I could cook your meals and feed the babies. Yeah. I could do the washing up and the uh, I could dry the dishes at the same time. Yeah. I could clean the bathroom and the kitchen at the same time. Yeah. I could take Reggie for a walk whilst also being here and feeding exactly. the babies. That's and a silly just, question. You do nothing. You're incredibly mentally resilient. So you just like crack on with stuff. Mm. I'm hoping to do that anyway. <laughs> whether there's one or two of me. You're really good at work. Mm. So you get lots done at a really good job and you do a really good job at it. This so. is a great way to receive some compliments. <laughs> I'm asking this every week. I don't need two Reggies because he does me anything as it is with one of them. Yeah. And no one needs two times my hormones. No, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it was a silly question, wasn't it, really? I'd be chaos in this house. <laughs> we just need two of the stable ones. Are we accepting of the fact that our daughter might have your hormones? And for about five, six years of our life, it's going to be chaos. What? Like our daughter might have your... Oh, right, yeah. No, I am so glad that we've got a boy and a girl, just mm. purely because I was dreading... Well, I wasn't dreading, obviously. Like, I would be over moon if we had two girls. Mm. But I just can't handle two of me hormonally. They're gonna be they're gonna be intense in the teenage years. Yeah, me and Reg were gonna spend a lot of time together, I think, if there was three women. <laughs> no offense. I think I'd want to spend three years with <laughs> Yeah. We'd all be separating each other. I'm dreading my periods coming back. Oh, you've had lovely nine months, haven't you? <laughs> in terms of like my hormones and not having periods and not having the up and down of my cycle every month, it's been absolute bliss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mental health has been in a great place. So anyway, two of me. <laughs> two of Let's you. Let's get back and complimenting me. You was putting yourself down. Let's, let's bring me up. <laughs> yeah. Make me feel better. Yeah, no, I think two of you will be handy. All right, well. But just practically more than anything. Just sorry I can't make it happen. Nothing I can really do. I wasn't born a twin, so <laughs> it does. Just me. That'd be weird if you're a twin and those two, like, I live with both of you. Yeah, there's probably a Netflix documentary on that somewhere, let's be honest. Stink. Oh, yeah, there's Netflix Married documentaries both on the everything. Married twins. Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. What's it called? A thruplet? <sighs> Threesome. Thruple. A thruple. A thruple? Yeah. It's called cheating, isn't it? It's a couple, like three of you in a couple is a thruple. Is it? I think that's a thing. Is it not just a triple? No. I don't know. I don't know either. How do you get married? Is that, do you take the... Well, I don't, I don't know if it's a married situation. I don't think you can get married as a thruple. Don't say it. Oh, I was going to say the Lord's families, but if the twins, it's still the same amount, wouldn't it? Because it'd just be that twins family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless they've got different pals. That would it? be weird. Yeah, well. That's weird. Why are we talking about Why have about we got this? to this point and you found out it's weird? <laughs> it was weird about five minutes ago. It's not only just become weird. I anyway. know what we should do. Why don't we get Reggie a dog friend? No, you just had the option to do that. No, no, I don't want another Reggie. Oh, He's too much like I'd work. Yeah, that's true. I want like a nice chilled dog, like a Labrador or something. Your Reggie would make it not chilled. He'd be like, this is what we do. We just cause chaos. Stop being Teach chilled. It. Yeah. He'd be like, Labrador, stop being chilled. We cause chaos. No. When they come home, we go mental. We run on the couch. We run around the house. We bark at everything. We jump off all four paws. Like, we go absolute chaos. Like, it's mental. Like, mm. just wait till they come home. We're going to cause. Like, it's going to be mental. We pick the, like... The most challenging dog for a first dog. Who who like who knew cockapoos were this challenging? 
Probably most people. Probably most. I mean, we were warned several times. We just picked the one that looked cutest. <laughs> Silly way to choose a dog. Anyway, <laughs> let's see whether we can get two of me for, for next time we do the episode. It'll be interesting when we do episode 139. If you're listening to this now, you can mark this as like, a, like see the quality of this episode yeah. and then see what episode 139 is like. And how many weeks there is in between them. Yeah. <laughs> if it comes out in like 2025, you'll know why. Um, <laughs> or if there's like, if, if in one episode 139, we'll probably say this at the time, but there's those like cuts and it just starts again. It's probably because the baby started crying or something. We <laughs> yeah. need to like pause it. But we do plan to continue. Like this only takes us up to like the, I think it's like middle of November. We are just, I mean, realistically... Like, they're not awake 24-7, fingers crossed. So, like, we will find the time. We're going to live our best sling life, is the whole thing. I think we're going to be recording podcasts at, like, two in the morning, one morning. <laughs> like, Jen, we've got we've got half an hour. Let's just get the microphone out and let's just record it. And then we can put it out for tomorrow. So, basically, what you're saying is it might, like, none of it might make sense. Oh, yeah. Episode 139 onwards, I probably wouldn't pay too much attention to. Maybe just, just come for some comedy value. Yeah, just listen in. And some then, real life stuff. Yeah, if you've, yeah, yeah, probably. Also, we're going to be adding in the Q&A episode. Oh, so there might actually be that. There might actually be some benefit. No, I'm thinking that one would actually be beneficial because you've got a question to answer. Right. So you can actually just go and answer a question. <laughs> and then it'll have... You can do that whenever you want. Two in the morning, middle of a feed... <laughs> Probably not halfway through changing an appy. But yeah. Puna me on the side. Yeah. Lovely jubbly. <laughs> yeah, so that's coming um soonish. Yeah, and I'm uh, going keep your to, eyes peeled for what happens over here. I'm going to, just so everybody knows, I'm going to pop a link, not in this episode, in a future episode. Um there'll be a link in the um show notes so that you can ask the questions because I think that's going to be the best way to do it because um, so obviously if you listen to the episode you're like oh I've got a question on that you literally just click the button send the question in and then Jen can answer it just me? Yeah. why not you? because I'm going to ask you the question then you're going to answer it what all of them? Yeah. no all the questions <laughs> we do this together no all the questions are on you <laughs> can't do me all. and I'm not going to show you them before the show so it's just on the spot <laughs> on the spot three on, on the spot questions yeah <laughs> Like first question will be something to do with weight loss. The second one will be about like giraffes or something like that. <laughs> like, I'll just throw the odd weird one in there for you. Anyway, right. that's coming. So enjoy your uh, day. Have yourself an incredible week. And we will catch up with you again very soon. Bye.